When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcasting Network. Geeky programming for all the nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Podcast episode twenty six. I'm Dylan, and uh, across the pond is uh, what are you guys' names again? The, <laughs> the uh, stupid awesome analyst John. Hello. The hard man with harder opinions Andrew. Hello. And the fangirl Victoria. Hi. Man, Dylan, you're, you're trying to like do this in record time now. <laughs> it's not like it's not like you're actually just making like uh, like a recorded log of it, like a Captain Kirk kind of a way. <laughs> episode twenty six, Wicked Anime. I should just record that and play that on, like, an actual re- recording device into like the microphone each time. Yeah. Like a that was easy button? Yeah. I'll just get Siri to say it. Good start. Yep. Let's okay. It always is. It always is. <laughs> it always is. Hit the ground running. Yeah. It gives people a chance to be like, do I really want to listen to this? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm jogging. Do I really? Is this something that needs to be heard right now? I assume people listen Why to this while jogging. Why can't you multitask? No. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. <laughs> but there's two of you. I've never gotten the twin though. That was scary. <laughs> Play with us. It's time to ring the news bell. News. So we don't have a lot of news this week. We have a couple interesting things to go over, though. First piece of news is that the first trailer was released for the new Godzilla movie. Godzilla! (laughs) It made that sound. Did you also notice that they added, like, the bra at the end of, of, like, whenever he roars? No. The trailer looks awesome, though. It, Most trailers have brongs in them now. Yeah, I know that, but it's like it's like they actually added it to his roar because it, it like do you, if you do you remember War of the Worlds with Tom Cruise and yeah. and and the the ships made like that and then it had like yeah. a little afterwards <laughs> at the end. It's kind of like that, except with Godzilla, Godzilla roar first. Uh huh. It's like a reverb. Yeah, more reverb. Maybe maybe Godzilla was just watching Inception. <laughs> it was really foggy in that uh, in that, so it was very possible he had like a little. <laughs> yeah, pocket he could have been watching it on a jumbotron or something, <laughs> or a little little pocket TV in his short Godzilla arms. Actually, he's got some pretty big arms. So, yeah, he, what did you guys think of the the trailer? I thought it looked awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not going to be Matthew Broderick Godzilla, that's for sure. I know. It looked way <laughs> darker than any of the earlier iterations I had seen. Yeah. Because, like, there, there was just that one shot of the destroyed train with, like, hundreds of dead bodies yeah. on the ground. That was... What's up with movies and, like, mass killings of people nowadays? They did it yes. in Superman. They did it in Star Trek. They're doing it in this trailer. It's like, what's with all the dead people? Yeah. Everybody must die. Movie genocide. And then also the weird thing that I saw at the beginning of the trailer was that, like, is Godzilla dead at the beginning of the trailer? No, that was the monster no. he killed. Like, cause, yeah, he, cause, he's, there's going to be multiple uh, kaiju in it. Yeah, so, like, the, the way that, like, he always, like, in every movie it's about a specific giant monster. That I did not know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, like, that was, that was just being like, see, he just kicked that monster's butt. He's like, you yeah. take that. You take that the, monster. He's apparently going to have a couple different... Uh, giant enemies in the film. That's uh, awesome. Are there going to be Hanna-Barbera cartoon people on a boat <laughs> that call him to action? Godzilla! Godzilla! And Godzuki. <laughs> Godzuki. I hope so. <laughs> but I really it's don't. Got a, it's got a cool cast, too. The Cran Man's in it. Heck yeah, Brian Cran. This is going to be awesome. Anything, he's going to be like, Godzilla, <laughs> we need to cook. <laughs> Isn't that funny that that's what Brian Cranston's turned into? Like, he's not the dad from Malcolm in the Middle anymore. Yeah, he's Walter White. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But he's awesome. Brian Cranston's yeah. just awesome, so... Uh, even even though he was in Total Recall. Do you think that... Was he? Yeah, he was He was in the remake of Total Recall, and he was like... He's, he had a, a lot of cameos in films the past couple of years. Yeah. Because, I think just because he's been this popular. Yeah, he has. Just spam all the Brian Yeah, he'll be, he'll, be, uh, he'll be Brian Cranston in movies forever now because of Walter White. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you think that he's going to take on the role of a military person that's going to do more destruction to the city than Godzilla? Ever? Oh, like, like the way like Japan is just like, oh, we have the space laser to kill Godzilla. Boom! Oh, it didn't kill him, but Japan is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to see him in that role. Like, because there's in every single Godzilla movie, there's always a over the top like, oh, we have to stop him with this crazy thing, and it never works. Yeah, He's, that's probably gonna him. be him. And then somebody's like, "How about we try friendship?" And they're all like, "Shut up!" <laughs> Godzilla can't be friends. <laughs> he doesn't play nice. And then um, one of the Olsen, the new Olsen. The, the the talented Olsen twin, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen, gonna yeah, yeah. She's going to be she in She was it. in Silent House. Yep, and that was an awesome movie that nobody saw, and but she's it was gonna, awesome. And she's going to be an old boy. Yep. She oh, was, yeah, that's right. Um, now, one of the things that I was really excited to find was that, what's his name? I totally forget his name now. The director of Monsters is directing this movie. So, like, yeah. Monsters was his first film. And Godzilla is his next big movie. So he went from, like, really, really awesome indie movie to probably going to be really awesome Godzilla movie. Yeah, Monsters was a really cool I really science en- fiction indie film. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was really well done. Yeah, I didn't expect that movie to be what it was. So I trust him. Yeah, Godzilla, I, I think Godzilla is going to be a great movie. Speaking yeah, it's looking that way. of movies now, though, our next bit of media news is CZ-12 which had a trailer released about it. It's a new Jackie Chan film that he is creating. Dylan, do you want to field this one? <laughs> he he now holds the world record for most credits in a film, like substantial movie credits in a film uh, because of this movie. He had, he played 15 major roles. He was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to remember all of them. It's director, writer, composer, fight choreographer, actor, 
executive producer and producer. I don't know how he did both of those. I would just think one is the same. He's just like, he's just like I'm the producer. This is what we're going to do. And he goes, no, Jackie Chan producer. I'm executive producer. This is what I we're going to do. I think I even remember him being on like the craft services. Like he got a credit in that or <laughs> that something. Like awesome. it was just crazy. He probably just has like a Jackie Chan cookbook that he gave to all those chefs. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm the server. Jackie yeah, Chan. but it's uh, or he like microwave noodle cups and gave everybody to the crew. It's like that's what we're eating for this entire production. <laughs> it could have been, it could have been it. He just it, he wanted to do that so bad. He just had to make the one thing he knew how to make. Yeah. And I was like, everyone eat this. <laughs> now, Craft the, server. Did, did you did you guys watch the trailer? Because it looks absurd. Yes, I did watch I, the trailer. And I actually didn't yet. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, Victoria, you probably haven't seen it either, have you? It's like... It, I'm it, just going to sit here quietly while you guys have your boy moments. Okay, well, prepare to brace yourself. <laughs> no, um, I haven't. I you guess need to watch like, more Jackie um, Chan! It's about him tracking down relics. I'll watch it when you um, two force me to watch it. I guess like Chinese ancient relics uh-huh. that have been stolen, and I think he's trying to uh, gather all of them, and there's, I think, 12 heads uh, for the Zodiac symbols. Yeah. And um, it's like a typical, like, him tracking him down, fighting people. And then all of a sudden he's, like, in a luge suit covered in wheels going down a road fighting the military. I did see that. I didn't see and then, that. <laughs> and then, there, then there's, like, an explosions that ensue. And then they're, like, they're on a log riding through the jungle. And, and their faces are painted. Y- yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then they're skydiving into a volcano. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it seems like this movie is just like one long action scene. Like that's what yeah. it's gonna be. They're gonna they're gonna do the expedition at the beginning of the movie, what they're going after, and then it's just like Jackie Chan goes after all twelve things in a row. He's gonna and, he's gonna wheel suit into into the Amazon onto that log, and then it's gonna go <laughs> off a waterfall where he rips it off and, and then they skydive into the volcano. Yeah, it's <laughs> Did you also notice was, that um, like half the trailer was in Chinese or Cantonese rather? Well, it wasn't the speaking roles. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's right. Well, when he was just speaking, it was in Cantonese. But when he was talking to the one uh, white dude, he was speaking in English, and by English, I mean he called him a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was a cool scene because like, yeah, that was cool. The the fight scene that they did, they they do an entire fight scene without leaving a couch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, I could, like, kick your ass without leaving this couch, and Jackie Chan's like, show me. Yeah, and and then it shows a couple scenes of them, like, fighting on the couch, and it's, it's so, it's, it's so Jackie Chan. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, this, I think this is the film that prevented him from being in the next Expendables, because he just had such a huge commitment to it. Because <laughs> he had so much to do. Exactly, yeah. He's got to write music. He's got to microwave Choreo- noodle cups. Yeah, he's like, get the fights going. <laughs> God. Expendable sounds awesome, but <laughs> I'm making this movie, you see. Next up in media news, Docomo Company in Japan unveils an instant translator glasses. Yeah, they it's said a it. pair of glasses that instantly translates um, uh, anything that you look at, like like words on a menu or a screen, and translates it to whatever language you prefer. They said, yeah, they said that they would like to get it finished by the 2020 Tokyo uh, Olympics so that, you know, all the foreigners that come in can read everything, like, without wow. yeah, yeah. having to uh, to deal with uh, any issues, which is pretty, which is a pretty awesome idea. I just wish it wasn't all the way until 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But I mean, like that's that's a great idea. You know, I mean, like it's it's we're getting that that much closer to getting a babblefish. Yeah, like it's if anybody doesn't know that joke, that was a Hitchhiker's Guide from the Galaxy joke uh, to the Galaxy. Yeah, and as it actually says uh, in one of the articles, is they actually say. Minority reports. Like, yeah. it's just like, hey, look, minority report all over this place. It's it's really funny because I don't even I don't even think Star Trek had this kind of technology. <laughs> I just found it funny that you're like, I don't even think Star Trek had this kind of technology. Like, that's your that's the bar, <laughs> isn't it? Though, because Star because Star Trek had tablets and smartphones, and it also and, had that really weird helmet that Spock had to wear. <laughs> Yeah. It had like a siren on it, and it had his name. I don't know if that was actually in it. I just saw a random photo of it. I have no idea if that's a real thing. I'm, yeah, we're, we don't have very many Star Trek fans here at Wicked Anime. <laughs> we, we don't actually know what the goings-ons is. We actually liked James the, liked Star Trek. We actually liked the J.J. Abrams movies. They didn't have that technology in Star Trek. No! No! <laughs> So that's it for uh, media news. Let's move on to some gaming news, which uh, the gaming news is just yeah. primarily about Pokemon X and Y coming out. We could actually also talk about that one game. I really wish I remembered the name of it. Where, oh, Fighting Climax. Yeah, Fighting Climax, where um, they Japan is releasing yet another game where they mashed up a whole bunch of crossover animes, which I am really disappointed that we don't get games like that here in America. Because, I mean, obviously they wouldn't sell well, but they would sell really well with the fans. Because um, this this game literally has uh, index characters, uh, you know, Scientific Index or Scientific Railgun. Those characters, the Fate characters, and Ori Emo characters. They also have uh, Sword Art Online characters. Real, oh, yeah, and that's right, yeah, Asuna was in, was in some of the screenshots, so yeah. So they have, like, this mashup of really crazy characters in, in a fighting game, and I was just like... I really want to play that. I would love to play that game, but I know I never will because Japan. Yeah, you could just you could import a copy. Probably. It but. seems like uh, the mashup games are kind of like a, an ongoing trend now. Like it, it's weird that it that Super Smash Brothers was kind of the, the take or the the entity to take on that role as the crossover thing. Yeah, you know, with the Nintendo fighting, and now it's become a little bit more prominent. Like, they, they have this one, the Fighting Climax one. They also have Shonen Jump Versus. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... Which came after Shonen Jump All-Stars. So there was a 2D version that was on the 3DS, of, or, yeah. or the DS. Which um, I really wanted to play. Yeah, which was... But now they have a new one that's coming out for the PlayStation 3 that's adding um, all, all the major players. It's, it's got, you know, One Piece characters. It's got Bleach characters. It's got Toriko characters. It has uh, Madaka Box characters. Just all of the craziness. I wonder, I wonder okay, if see, gonna... I stopped paying attention, and then I heard One Piece characters. So back <laughs> I, now. Well, that's that's why I'm wondering if they have um, if they're having the JoJo characters back too, because JoJo was in uh, or Jotaro was in uh, the first one in All Stars. Yeah, yeah, I really wanted to play that. Actually, Kenshiro was too. Yeah, but I wonder if we are going to start getting things like that because, like what we talked about last week, Steam Green lit the Higurashi visual novels. And just the fact that anime is becoming a little bit more prominent nowadays, you know, I mean, we have... Thanks to Attack on Titan. Yeah, we have um, simulcasting animes that come over here, like, the day that they're released in Japan as well. You know, we have all this stuff coming out that's that's so prominent that maybe we are actually going to start to see these games. So, uh, so that was cool. That's part of gaming news. But Pokemon XY... 
Uh, by the time this gets released, it will be out. Uh, so we're kind of hoping that Jonathan and I will be working on something once we get our copies of Pokemon X and Y. I, I wish getting, I had a 3DS yeah, I'll be getting X. get one. Yeah, I was just about to ask, which one are you guys getting? Shut doesn't, up! Doesn't, doesn't care. <laughs> I'd play it if I had a the what is the 3ds yeah. but i i don't i'm not gonna buy that <laughs> dylan it's only 170 dollars that you need to drop for the system and then you need to buy the 40 dollar game come oh on my god <laughs> um though I, I will say tough economy man tough economy though i will say that as far as like a gaming system goes because i don't have time to play like the bigger gaming systems anymore like if i don't have time to turn on my ps3 and sit down and play a game really um you know take up the TV and, uh, you know, because while I'm working and everything like that, playing the 3DS is much better because you can just pop it open, turn it on, play for a little while, then turn it off. You can even just put it to sleep without, without you know, shutting your game off and you can just turn it back on when you want to. So it's, Well, I have a DS, it's just not a fancy 3D one. You should turn it into a 3DS. You should get the well, 2D, you should get the 2DS, there you go. You just get some 3D glasses, glue them to the screen. <laughs> Well, my DS is, like, really bulky. Like, the first DS that they came out with is pretty much what I have. Wonderful. So I'm not going to get much if I try and turn that in. You could, you could, like I just said, you could get the 2DS, which is, like, the, the child's play version of the of the 3DS. You won't have fun. <laughs> you guys are mean. No, did, uh, did you actually, uh, if you watch the TV spots for Pokemon XY that are on, that, that are coming out now, they actually say, like, now available, or, uh, available to play on 3DS and 2DS. Like, they're actually including the 2DS in all their new, uh, release commercials now. Yeah. Like, which is actually, which is funny, because, uh, as far as I've seen it, the 2DS has had no exposure. Nope. Like, nobody knows it's a, it's it's coming out, except for people who are reading news articles on the internet. <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's where they know it. That's the, that's how far the extent goes. Well, I got it from Kotaku, so. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, like, nobody's like, oh, I gotta go buy a 2DS. And, like, they're not, they're, there's no, like, TV commercials for it or anything like that uh, that I've seen. Yeah, so certainly the market that they're trying to hit, which is the seven and under group, like, clearly parents aren't going to know about it. Yeah. So it's gonna be a little. It's gonna all be a little all it takes is one kid in elementary school to have it, and then all the other kids are like, "Hey, man, I, I, I want to get me one of those." <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. And then you have like the rich kid that's like, "I have a 3ds," and and they all hate him. <laughs> and they can't see that he's actually dying on the inside <laughs> because his parents don't love him. They buy things for him, and that's how they love him. Aww. Yep. This is really, really sad. All of a sudden, <laughs> we're, even, we're not. Even, we're talking about hypothetical rich kids, <laughs> and they're sad. Why can't they give us the money? He's probably okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that I'm, is a callback to last episode. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> um, all right, so that's about it. We'll probably talk about more about Pokemon XY when we've actually played it a little bit more. Yep. Uh, is that it for gaming news? That's it for gaming news. Guess what, guys? We don't have any strange news, and I blame nope. you. You did not send us any, which is totally untrue. We always seek that out ourselves. But, uh, so yeah, sorry, we don't have any strange news this week. And that's as strange as And it that's gets. as strange as it gets. However, yep. what we can talk about is the new fall season of anime. Yep, because it's time to talk about what we're watching, and we are watching a lot. Yes, we are lo- watching a very lot. Well, you guys are. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. And the and the, well, but the thing is too, it's gonna it's gonna we're not gonna talk uh, extensively about it. We're just gonna say, "Hey, I'm watching this, 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 this," because we're gonna do a lot of uh, new video reviews for it 
because there are a lot of really good. There's a lot of really good content this season. A lot that are on our list that I just don't have time to watch. <laughs> For starters, uh, I'm going to talk about the one that I've, I've been dying to talk about, which is Kill a Kill. Yeah, which Studio is, Trigger. Yeah, Studio Trigger, director uh, Hiroyuki Imashi, who's my favorite. He's done Dead Leaves. He did Gurren Lagann. He did, um, or he was the animation director for Fooly Cooly. Um, he did Little Witch Academia. He did not. Um, <laughs> I know. That was, just, that was just Studio Trigger. Yeah. Um, Studio Trigger's badass. Yeah, he's my favorite director of all time um, in the anime world anyways. And it is just everything that you hope for. It, it's If you if you know Hiroyuki Imashi, you know what you're going to get out of this. And it's it's just... This this transfer student goes to this school where it's, like, about crazy violent people. Well, it says, uh, you know, in the beginning of the episode where, like, Lord Hitler took over. Like, yeah, like right. Lord Hitler won. So, like, it's, it's, like, about a world about, like, neo-Nazis and, like, everybody is, like, uniform. Yep. And it's, and it's it takes place in this school... There's there's different levels of star students, and they have these uniforms that... They're called Goku uniforms. Yeah. And when you get... Depending on how many stars you have, the more strong you become because the, the uniforms change your strength level. Yeah, and, and quite literally, people with lower star uniforms cannot beat... Like, physically... Like, cannot physically hurt somebody in a higher... Like, even if they punch them, they cannot physically hurt them with a, if they have a higher star level. Yeah. And so the show is about this transfer student girl who comes to the school for the first time because she's seeking out a weapon that was stolen from her father when she was killed, which is the other half of this giant pair of scissors. And so her weapon of choice in the anime is this is one half of, of this this giant pair of scissors <laughs> that she fights people with, which to me is just like sure why not yeah. you know it's... what if she fights a rock <laughs> yeah <laughs> blah blah do, yeah. Do, do, do. <laughs> do, do. but it and the the animation style is exactly how you would imagine it it's just like yeah. blur lines everywhere and and crazy over the top drawings like the first time you see the main bad guy he he kicks <laughs> yeah, he, he kicks, kicks in a classroom door and they make him like. Well, he's not the main bad guy. He's like he's like number two. Yeah, but he he's he like kicks in the door and like his foot is the size of the door and then like he walks into the classroom and he's he's like trying to squeeze his way through the door because he's this humongous like character monster of a yeah. man. It, I was laughing the whole time. It was I thought the humor was spot on. It was really funny. Yeah, like the opening scene. Where the they, he's he's looking for the student that he's going after to turn him into a one star uniform, and the the student smoke bombs the the room and it starts running down the stairs. And every time he reaches a new floor, he passes by a window, and the guy and, <laughs> the and guy the, like jumps the, out the window. Yeah, the headmaster is like free falling. You can see him free falling past the window, and he's laughing like every time <laughs> that you see him like run down the stairs. And, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then, like, he gets to the front door, and the headmaster is right there, like, and and he kicks the crap out of him. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it was it was really funny. I I really super enjoyed that anime. It's it's gonna be awesome. So that was my top pick from the new season of anime. Um, I don't really have a top pick from the season of anime. Uh, so the ones I'm watching are Outbreak Company. They like Japan discovers a, a, a another realm that goes into like a fantasy realm. And they hire this otaku kid to be like, oh, you're our ambassador for this world. And you have to make all these el uh, elf elven people uh, otakus. Like, I was like, really? That's hilarious. And so it's, it's a horror anime, obviously. And there's like a... 
there's like an a cat girl animal girl in it, and I was I was like, yeah, I'll watch this. But it was it was funny. I wa- I watched the first episode. It was funny. Then I watched um, Nagi no Ascara. Uh, which is a shoujo anime, and I didn't really know that. I just kind of watched the first episode, and I was like, I think this is a shoujo anime. I might be watching a shoujo anime. This is a shoujo anime. So I don't know if I'm going to continue watching that, because it's not really marketed towards me. But it was good. You could tell me what it's about. It's about and a boy watch and a girl. It. It's about. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and it's about how humans used to live in the ocean, and some of the humans what? didn't want to live in the ocean anymore. So there's humans that live in the ocean, and there's humans that live on dry land. And there's a group of four students that want to go up to the sur- or they don't want to. Their 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 middle school gets shut down in, under the sea, so they have to go to a middle school uh, on land to a, a land thing. And they're like, oh, we we don't want these kids to be here because they're from the ocean. And then there's like these like weird romantic tensions where it's like this this girl uh, likes this guy, but the guy is obviously like, well, uh, I don't, I don't uh, like very shoujo esque, you know? It's it's which means I'll probably end up watching. Yeah, it. just just watch it. It's called uh, uh, Nagi no Ascara. Uh, Ascara. It's uh, you, you'll probably yo, you'll totally think it's cute. Actually, it's 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 right up your alley. It's <laughs> it is straight up your alley. You like, guys it's calling type it out to, to you, Victoria. So I know. Okay, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, um, so, uh, so I watched that, I watched the first episode of that. Now, one of them that I want to talk about that everybody's talking about right now is an anime called Log Horizon. It's about 30,000 people who logged into an online game and are stuck in that online game. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So, now, now what I'm wondering is there's a lot of people are like, oh, this is a sow ripoff, rah, rah, rah. And so, and yeah, I get that, because that was the first thing I thought too, but it's based off of a, um... Off of a light novel, I believe. So I'm wondering if this actually came out first, maybe, and just not the anime version of it. You know, we haven't mm-hmm. done. Uh, so yeah, we haven't. I haven't, I haven't done any research on it yet. I haven't even watched it. I I I, uh, I know where I can get the first episode, and I'm really interested in watching it. So I'm probably going to watch the first episode of it to just see what it is. Because because believe it or not, I still have not watched Sword Art Online. So this is going to be my first exposure yeah, to something like this. <laughs> you know, which is just hilarious uh, that I think, uh, but I, I I know all about Sword Art Online and stuff like that. And then there's another anime which I'm absolutely 100% going to do a review on um, called uh, Seki no Ishiban, which is another girl fight anime, which is probably going to have zero story, all boobs, uh, and it's about uh, girls who you know in like a female wrestling league, and like they're all wearing crazy boob costumes, and it's just. I want to watch it just based on the. It's probably going to be terrible, and I'm going to make an awesome. Re- and I'm going to make an awesome review off of it. And then the uh, last one was uh, Copa Leone, which has gotten a lot of um, praise so far. Which is a Japanese um, schoolgirl anime, but it takes place in the apocalypse. They are impervious to radio uh, radiation, so they can be in radiated areas without being hurt. Yeah, and it, it just kind of it gives off like this Mad Max vibe. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so that's another one. We haven't watched the first episode of it yet, but, uh, but we will eventually. Um, it's probably going to be on Crunchyroll. So uh, what was that one called? Copa Leon. Yeah, Copa Leon. C-O-P-E... Uh, P-P-E-L-I-O-N. Um, Have you guys seen the one that I posted on Tumblr? Which one? Because actually, maybe not. I, I checked the Tumblr frequently, but maybe I didn't see this I one. I added one on Tumblr a little while ago that I got off of... Like, it's just got... There's the trailer for it, and... um. I think I'm probably going to butcher this name, like, really bad. Kyokai no 
Canada. I don't know, but it's it's got uh, three pictures of like from it, and it looks awesome. That does look really cool. But I watched the trailer, and it looks badass. Yeah, and, people. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I have. Yeah, I think the first episode just got released of this. Yeah. Um, oh, good to know. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I. Oh, that looks good. I might have to check that out. Doesn't it look? Dan Dang it! Put it but on that, like you, ha- you, you should see my anime list right now of from this season. There's so many well, good animes coming I've out this season. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, because there's another one called um, Kiroshio-san, uh, the Hitman, which which is coming out. I think that's what it's called. Uh, but it's about a hitman. It's a comedy, um, but the art for it is like super serious, and it's about a hitman who's like. I will kill my target no matter what. And people are like, oh, I'll hire you and stuff. But they hire him for things like cleaning and like house, house duty, cleaning and gardening and all these like menial tasks. But his <laughs> attitude for everything is like, I will kill my target. You know, crazy. And so he's like killing dust and stuff. Yeah. So like, I'm, uh, so I'm, I was, I, I read that description. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'll, that sounds up my alley. I'll watch that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go into right now to what I'm actually watching. Like these are just the new season animes that we've, you know, checked out. We're going to probably do some reviews for them. Uh, what I'm actually watching is what Evan gave to me when we were talking with Evan on the last podcast that he was on, um, was, uh, oh my gosh, I don't even know the name of this anime I'm watching. Good job. Um, well, because he just gave it to me. He's like, here you go! And I was like, thank you! It, but it's basically a horror anime about uh, a guy who gets washed up on a des- deserted island after he falls overboard on a ship. And everybody on the island is a girl. All the men have gone away. There's no men on this island anymore. If you rem- if you go back to the episode where Evan was on, it's in the description. It's the one with the uh, Kappa punching the dude in the crotch. Yeah, that was a- <laughs> it was that episode. Uh, and, uh, so I've been watching it, uh, he gave me everything, and I've been watching it, and it's fantastic. It's, um, it's one of those harem animes where, there is fan service in it, but it's very light on the fan service. It's not over-the-top craziness. So, like, all the girls that they introduce are really, really nice, like, they're, they're cute, there's certain moe aspects to them, you know, they have the typical, there's this personality of girl, there's this personality of girl, there's this personality of girl. And um and the story's just really nice. Like it's it's not over sexual and it's not anything like that. So I've been enjoying it a, a lot. Um we'll we'll get to the name of that anime in the in the description below. It begins with an N and this and the second and the second word is it begins with an A. It's N something A something. There you go. Wonderful. Yeah. Evan N word A word. <laughs> yeah. It's like so, we're elementary school students talking about curse words. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been watching, uh, lately. Anybody else got something? Just Naruto. How's that Uh, going? It's going. (laughs) It's going. It's, I think the last three episodes I saw were the first time I've seen Sasuke in, like, I don't know how many episodes. It's been a long time (laughs) since they picked up on his story. Is he still a douche? Yeah, he's still, like, a crybaby He's what not a, really as cool a character. <laughs> what, but, what a brat. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Um, I've been watching... I've been catching up a bit more on... Well, re-watching a little bit of Familiar Zero because that's what I chose to cosplay for Andrew Austin. Yeah. And I watched... Now, all I have to do is on Saturdays watch One Piece and I just watch one episode at a time. And it's a lot easier. <laughs> I can imagine. I'm actually, it's, it's funny because like when, as they're being released, I'm like, oh, yeah, Victoria, I'm watching this. You know, I actually, honestly, I watched episode 615 
while you guys were talking to me about coming onto the podcast today. <laughs> nice. I was watching it, so I'm like, oh, I gotta finish this. Hang on. And Luffy just keeps getting more and more badass. I'm so excited. With that, you actually mentioned Anime Boston. Uh, just as a quick reminder, guys, uh, we will all be at Anime Boston again this year. It's actually, yeah. it's actually getting really close. The art contest just ended. So it's a good segue into what our Tabagachi is for this episode, and we're going to be talking about merchandise. That's not a good our... segue, but I'll go with you. <laughs> That's a horrible segue. Okay, so <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about merchandise. We're going to talk about our favorite kinds of merchandise, all the different kinds of merchandise that we might not like. And uh, how how all of a sudden you have a pocket full of money and then it's like, wait a second, where's all my money gone? Yep. Because we're anime fans and that's what we do. Yep. So let's start with uh, what you had originally said. Figurines. They're what, probably one of the most popular things that are... I buy... Popular. I only lo- have one. I buy a lot of figurines. So I can talk about this forever. Because I've, I've been buying figurines since um, 2010 about, so... Well, I've actually stopped buying figurines, so I have like uh, two years worth of figurines as they come. And I, I like, I would like to buy them if if I enjoyed the art of them. I bought them as they came out because, as, as any well versed figurine purchaser will know, as soon as it's sold out, they pretty much never go back into stock. So buy, so when, so if you saw a figurine you like, you had to make sure you bought it, and you usually have to pre order it too because usually when something goes on pre order. Everybody pre-orders ever, all the entire stock until it's out of stock. Unless it's for a show that's not popular. Um, like, you can pretty much buy any Ichijosen figurine ever without worrying about it going out of stock. They've got good quote-unquote art. Yeah. Um, <laughs> needless to say, I do have some Ichijosen figurines. Um, a lot of high kicks. A lot of high kicks. <laughs> um, but most, a lot of the figurines I have is I, I have a lot of Street Fighter figurines because I love Street Fighter. Uh, I have uh, Black Lagoon figurines, because Black Lagoon is awesome. I have a Kenshiro figurine, which is, like, my only male figurine ever in my entire collection. Because uh, they, they really don't make male figurines. I mean, so, like, you know, go ahead. Yeah, of course the only male figurine they're really going to make is Kenshiro. They have a lot of fists in the North Star Wars. I have a male figurine. Of Edward, right? Of course! <laughs> But I, I just realized, whenever I lose you guys at Anime Boston, I usually find you at the figurine stand. Yeah, I know. And now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, that's usually where you guys are. But and I probably everywhere. wouldn't have even bought my um, Ed one if I hadn't known you guys, because you, you were the ones who... I would have been like, I can find this online later, I can find this later. It's a beautiful figurine. It was on sale for, like, I think it was 50 It's probably the most expensive thing I've bought, but it was, like... I've never seen it again after that. Anyway. Yeah, it, it'll be tough. Actually, I've you guys enough talking about figurines. So, but now I'm at the point where buying figurines is if I see it, like I, I'm fine with that. Like I don't need to own it. You know, I was just like, ah, oh, that's a cool figurine. Yeah. Well, um, I'll openly talk about the most expensive one that I bought. It, it's one that it, it was released at one point, and then again, once it sold out, it never came out again because it was so good. It was so popular. It's um, Ibuki from Street Fighter, and it's uh, it's a perfect figurine. Uh, it's like it's masterfully painted and everything like that. It was uh, two hundred dollars, and I ha- and I had to had it. Crap. I had to had it import from Japan uh, because they didn't because everywhere I looked, it wasn't in America at all. So I had it imported from Japan. Um, and that is probably going to be my most valuable figurine that if I ever resell it. And then, um, and then of course I have, uh, Jury from Street Fighter. 
I think I, I they're all numbered. There were, there's only like 50 made of her alternate costume and 100 made of her regular costume. And I think I have number 35 of her regular costume and number five of her of her alternate costume. So I have two of the same figurines, two different costumes. So like the I, I haven't unboxed them yet, um, but uh, the boxes are actually numbered, which is awesome. The only other figure that I've ever really wanted to have sought out was this Lord Conti from Fooly Cooly, where it, it's this green variant. The red variant is really easy to find, and it's just him with his with his cape and and guitar, which is a really cool figurine. But there's the blue variant, which is a super poseable, and it comes with everything, like every single costume piece that he's ever had in the show. It comes with fifty different. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com pieces that you can that you can put onto him and you can and you can pose him from like any point in the show and it, it comes with like like the shotguns that he's used it comes with the baseball gloves it comes with the jacket it comes with the angel costume that he has it comes with um a takun figurine that you can put on his shoulder it it's it's so cool and that's probably my my favorite one that I sought out and that one did go out um out of stock and it never came back until last summer when they made a reprinting of it. And it's not selling as fast, so I have a little bit of time to to gather up some money to, to get it myself. But that would probably be my most sought-after one. Yeah. Something that you guys probably aren't as into that I was super into was Gunpla, which oh, is yeah, yeah, Gundam, yeah. Gundam Plastic Models. Yep. I was very uh, into those for a while when I graduated college because I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> uh, but um, I haven't messed with it in a long time. But uh, it's it can be a very expensive hobby. Well, um, and and one of the most interesting stories that came out of that was that one guy who 3D modeled one of your gun plus, and, yeah. and you were like, and you were like, um. Thanks, that's cool. But did you know that I made that model? And he was like, "Wow, well, well, well. like, <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah, I made so like um, a custom version of um, the Zabania Gundam from uh, Gundam Double O, and I, I did like sort of considerable amount of dip modifications. It doesn't look a lot like the original one, and uh, to like, I'm, I'm talking about an actual plastic model. And I was on DeviantArt, and I just found that somebody had made a 3D version of it but he was <laughs> it was so random yeah it was random he, yeah he gave me credit and stuff and after i, I was like oh that's weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that like, was super weird but uh i was i used to be really into that i had i used to have a, a blog that i would update that hasn't been updated probably in like two or three years called gallant gunpla yeah um, i remember that i still have that in my queue just in case I ever want to be like, I wonder if Dylan's modeling again. No, I still have a couple models that I haven't put together that I'll probably do, you know, whenever, on a rainy day or <laughs> so, whenever I actually feel like it. That's um, James is into that too, but he he doesn't very often put his together because he's so afraid. <laughs> he's of, so afraid of ruining his model. Yeah. It's just like, he doesn't open them. No, uh, yeah, it's, I've... 
several occasions. He found one at Comics, and he was like, I want this so much. And I'm like, then get it. He's like, but I'm never going to build it. <laughs> yeah, I've broken, like, the headpieces, putting stuff together, like, because the, the heads are usually the smallest parts, and... I'll like break the thing that holds it all together and have to super glue, just super glue everything together. Yeah, it's it's fun to just put them together, but there are some guys that edit and modify the models to a point that it's just insane. Like there there are some really talented gunpla artists. That's awesome. Actually, yeah. Dylan, that reminds me. You got that message, obviously, that I send you of the, the one of the animes that's coming out this season. Oh yeah, the uh, the Gundam Build Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's it's literally gunpla people like fighting their Gundams with one of it. Like they build gunpla and then, but they like build like scale Gundam gunpla plastic models and they fight them. Like it's gonna be something like Bakugan or Yu Gi Oh. One of those. Oh, one really? of those. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a dual anime. Gotcha. That from sounds the, cool. Yeah, from the way I read it, it, like you know, like Metabots, Beyblades, under those under those uh, category of animes. You know? Back when Toonami was on and Gundam Wing was just starting, they had like a very short run of American Gundam model cartoons because you used to be able to find those in Toys R Us when Gundam Wing was popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one of the like fun things you could do with it is like you can mix and match and it showed like this hodgepodge abomination of all, <laughs> <laughs> all these different Gundam pieces put to, uh, on one model. DVDs. The next pro- most prominent thing that I have would probably be DVDs. But- and you know, as DVDs goes, they didn't even have that technology in Star Trek. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Uh, it's probably the most the the next most sought after thing that I have. I mean, like, what anime fan doesn't have DVDs or well, torrents? Yeah, it goes both directions. And you see, the the thing about that is too, because I usually find that if um, unless you have a lot of money to spend, you either spend your money on the manga or you spend the money on DVDs, mm-hmm. like one way or the other. And I'm not a huge manga reader. Like I have a lot of manga. I have my own library of manga for like the but only for because I have animes that I really really like. So I usually buy the anime first and then buy the manga. Yeah. None of my series are complete either. I, I only have like the first 6 volumes at most of I think the only complete series of manga that I have is all of Helsing and all of Black Lagoon. Yeah. Those are my complete mangas. See, I can tell you a lot of girls will have like the couples that don't end up in the anime will end up in the manga. So, like, I have all of Fruits Basket and all of Full Metal Alchemist because they ended in the original series without putting them together, and I was pissed! <laughs> I'm like, I want to see it! It has to happen! And, like, Fruits Basket had the most adorable ending ever. Oran High School Host Club had the most adorable ending ever. ever. And Full Metal Alchemist had the most adorable ending ever. And then they made... Why do I say ever? But then <sighs> they made it on Brotherhood, and it was identical, and it was beautiful! And yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can always count on you, Victoria. As soon as the next box collection of fairy tale comes out, I'm getting it because you know me now. And then in November, oh my god, November, um, 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 um Thanksgiving. November, no, November 19th. <laughs> November 19th, One Piece Strong World comes out on DVD from Funimation. I am so excited. I've watched that movie like seven times in Japanese. I want to watch it in English. Nice. 
It's the Luffy and Nami movie. Like I know we covered this last episode. Exactly. <laughs> it, but it's just like I was that excited when um, Inuyasha's movie came out too. The uh, the second one because that's the first time that Inuyasha and Kagome ever kissed, and it was like finally, goddamn. But. <laughs> Then it got awkward because, like, Sango's trapped to the wall and Moroku's like, Sango, come here! And why are you kissing her? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was I'm tied to this wall! <laughs> it was bad. I, she, like, she's like, what the hell are you doing? And, uh, but, yeah. So, I, I, I love my DVDs <laughs> and my um, manga. The, the, latest, the latest DVD I bought was um, the re-release of Elf and Lead. Um, they, they re-released it on Blu-ray. So that's that's pretty much what I got lately. Yeah, that's probably where I have actually most of my obsession in, in um, merchandise because I have three full copies of Fooly Cooly in my collection. <laughs> I, have, I remember that. You keep getting them. I have... The first one I ever bought was off of Amazon and it turned out I bought a bootleg. Um, yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, I bought a bootleg off of Amazon.com and then I found... I continued to find the DVDs for like $4 each at a movie stop that was um, the individual releases, which only had two episodes on each disc. And it was so cheap that I just bought them. And they come with extra stuff like character design books on the inside. So that was like perfect, you know. And then I bought the re-release uh, that Funimation did on Blu-ray. And then I got one for free. I got a free copy last Anime Boston of a DVD, the re-release of the DVD of, of Fooly Cooly. So that's actually four. And then, well, and then, uh, yeah, well, and then, and then even, even that, um, that one's mine. Like, the free one you just gave to me. I just gave it to you. Yeah, yeah because like, I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've watched, oh, I think I've seen, like, one episode of Fooly Cooly. What? It's only, yeah. it's only six episodes. <laughs> well, you know, you no one's ever. You could do that, and you could marathon see, that. See, no one's ever, like, offered to give me the DVDs to borrow, I have not like copies. I know someone with tons of copies or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that for One Piece, but that's going to be a lot of DVD. <laughs> you have time, unless they come out with a new DVD technology that's like endless it's not space. Even in Star Trek. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Dylan, what DVDs do you have? We've got um, I know a lot of Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought all of Gungrave as it was being released, so I ended up spending like a hundred and twenty dollars for the I whole set. I did that set. once. Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I did that. I've only done that once. It's a terrible. Yeah, choice. I think that's everyone's story because then they're like, "Oh, I don't need to do this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just you just wait until the anime comes out in a box. That's set. everybody's yeah. first noob move in anime. Is like, it's oh, I want to buy this as it comes out. I did that with Holic, and I spent so much money. I did that with um yeah. with uh, Hellgirl. I have all six individual volumes of Hellgirl. Yeah, because they're like... I think I was paying 27 per DVD. Yeah. And there's seven or eight over there. Alright, let's move on to something other than DVDs. Everybody has DVDs. Yeah, everybody knows what DVDs are. Laser disc. (laughs) Another thing that I... Beta tapes. (laughs) Another thing that I buy a lot of are are posters. um, Wall scrolls, especially. Yeah, I I I have such an, a, a vast array of wall scrolls that I actually have to switch them out. Like, it kind of make it like I a monthly that. ordeal. It's it's weird though that like wall scrolls are a thing because posters are just as abundant in in anime as wall scrolls are. But everybody prefers wall scrolls. I and anybody know why? I, I don't know why. I think you, you also don't towel. have to worry about them ripping as easily as a poster does. 
Well, you, they they still do get kind of. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, they they're made of fabric, so they don't roll up and stuff like that. The problem that I come across with with wall scrolls is I got to keep them away from windows and stuff because they they sun wash. Yeah, they do get sun washed. Well, I like how um, wall scrolls look signed though, other compared to like getting DVDs autographed. That's true. Stuff. You can yeah, wall scrolls are better autographed. Yeah, like because I've got one. I have an Oron one that I had Caitlin Glass sign when I met her. And then I also brought it, and Monica Rial signed it. But, like, I love when the voice actors see the wall scroll that they haven't seen before. Because Caitlin saw the one, and Haruhi's got, like, a little firefly in her hands. And she went, oh, my gosh, there's a firefly! And she drew a heart around it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, best memory ever. But, <laughs> She no. fangirled together. <laughs> best memory ever. Okay, no, I fangirled hardcore when I met Caitlin Glass. I almost started crying. I was like... I adore because it it's Winry and like she's always my favorite and I just oh my god it was bad <laughs> I can't I don't know if Andrew and Jonathan if you guys are paying attention but I was like literally <laughs> hyperventilating we have to I moderate was, like, our own show oh, to some so degree bad. Um, <laughs> bad, so no what show? one last thing real quick because we're running out of time well I mean we can, we still need to talk about where you can buy that's what's I thought going I thought there thing. was some there was something else we were going to talk about too can you think of it. Should we go to the, like, creepy thing that people buy? Like, the pillows? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> I think I only remembered it because I kind of have one. <laughs> I, I love walking around conventions and seeing the hug pillow cases that you can buy. Like, you'll walk by a booth and you'll see one with sticky notes on it because they can't show the yeah, whole Yeah, like, oh, man. <laughs> no, there's so many times when I'm walking through a convention and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to be a creepy otaku so bad right now because I just need to have that and I don't know why. Yeah. Like, the best one were the king-size bed sheets. Yes, bed sheets. Of the entire cast of Shuffle completely naked. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. The And it was sold. It sold on on the last day of Anime Boston one year, we were we were there. It was it was sprawled across the entire back wall of the booth. I think it was Hendene's booth. Might have been. Which um, if you if you if you want to seek out Hendene's uh, stuff, uh, it's not safe for work. They sell a lot of do- they they are basically your import dojin uh, sellers. Yeah. Did you guys? There was a story that happened with this that there was girl cosplayers that would be. Like, this guy would take pictures of the cosplayers, and then he would sell them on body pillows without what? their consent. Yeah. No. I read this a little while ago. It was it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> strange but, um, news. And that's <laughs> as strange as it gets. Here you go, guys. Yeah, here's your strange news. Yeah, he was taking pictures of girls, and then this girl found it herself on a body pillow. And apparently she was one of his most popular sales. Did, and she, did she buy it? No, she was like, you never got my consent to do this. I'm surprised they wouldn't be, like, questionable about it. I was like, can I take a picture of the back of your costume, too? I suppose if you're, like, yeah, if you're taking pictures of costumes and not just of the cosplayer. But, like, I would put that into question. It's just like, can I have the front and back of your costume? And she called, like, the convention people themselves and, like, the people who, like, the head of the dealer's room. Yeah. And they told her the vendor was evicted from the convention it would not be allowed back into the dealer's room for the the following day. Oh my god! And then um, she received a call from the head of the dealer's room informing her that the pillows, the pillows were within the vendor's right to sell because they were being marketed as promotional material for his services, something that was in fact allowed according to the agreement that she signed in February. 
That and is, he was allowed back into the convention to sell the pillows. That's wild. It was ridiculous. That's. But I mean, if she if she really did sign something, um, and she just didn't read it, then technically, yes, that is her fault. She was also underage. Oh, and he didn't check for ID. So she, so it's getting peeled back. This is an unnecessary. It's like a big gray ball. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge mess. I'll post the link to the conversation on Tumblr. This is a big gray onion. Anyone who's interested in this lovely situation, you guys can look at it on Tumblr. So a big gray pillow right now. Yeah. Bad. That's what that is the most wild story I've ever heard. Yeah, and the link to it is called the Gray Point. <laughs> is Liam Neeson on there? It's a girl. It's a girl's like WordPress thing. It's cosplay pillows. The actual story. Wow, I've never but, even heard yeah. of such a thing. The yep, story I, has come full circle. It just kind of shows up, and I was, I was like, "Holy crap!" So I guess what we should um, now that we're kind of on the on the topic of creepy pillows, uh, we should talk about um, uh, creepy items. Obviously, like that you find in a, in a dealer's room, like hentai and stuff. Well, there's one creepy item that I didn't find. It's not porn. It's just just like creepy. The cat ears they were selling this year. Oh, the uh, the um, the brainwave ones. Yeah, they were like they for those who just... have no idea what we're talking about. At NA Boston, there's a stand that had cat ears with a little scanner that goes in front of your forehead, and the ears would move with your thoughts. And, like, yeah, with brainwaves. your mood. Like if, if you were, yeah, um... like as if you were a real cat, and those were really your ears. Yeah, that um, they've been selling. So weird. They've been selling those for um, a couple of years now. Actually, it wasn't With the just brainwave a... and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, we've uh, they've they've been selling them on um, on J List, where uh, or you know, that's like my main Japanese import site that I go to. Um, they've been selling them on there for a couple of years now. Uh, I find them so strange. And they they make them in a couple different colors. They make white ones, black ones, camo ones, uh, pink ones. I think. Camel ones? Yeah, they make camo ones, which is wicked cool. But yeah, I think I actually think those are really cool, and they're hilarious too. Because when they're in idle, like when it, when you're not actually when they're not up or down or like you know moving with your thoughts, they randomly twitch like a cat. Like like they're just standing there and they start twitching. Of course, you would think they're cool. I think they're funny. What they're? I think they're funny. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, they look creepy on a real person, but I think it's a funny idea. Yeah, I got a I got a funny story that, about about a creepy item. Uh, it actually happened to me. It was at uh, MegaCon, I think, one year. There was this there was this um, booth selling manga, and they were like individual chapters of manga too. And there and I walked up to the booth because there was like a whole bunch of people standing, you know, standing around, and I was looking through to see them, and. It didn't take me long to realize that when I was thumbing through the box that I had chosen, that there were only dudes on all of them, and they were all familiar dudes too. Like I was like, "Oh, cool, Soul Eater. Oh, cool, Gurren Lagan." You know, Hello. and and uh, and I was like, if something was was slowly dawning on me that something was very wrong, and I realized that while I was looking around, there were only girls around me. And so I took a step back from the booth and realized that they were all standing in front, cover like there were so many girls they were covering this rainbow flag banner that said "Yowie" printed across the entire thing. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was like Simon and Kamina are hugging on the front of this. I don't remember this happening in the anime. <laughs> That's not canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I walked up to the Yowie section of of a booth one time, and I was. Thoroughly startled by by what I saw in there, and I probably got a whole lot of fangirls 
giggling over me. Well, it comes it comes down to um, what's funny about uh, at least my view of Dogens. Because uh, uh, when when you go to a, a dealer's room, usually there's always a Dogen seller. Now, last year at Anime Boston, there were completely zero, like 100% zero, 100% zero percent um, uh, hentai sellers. There was absolutely no hentai last year at um, at Anime Boston, except for Media Blasters, because they, I mean, they sell regular DVDs and hentai, but... Um, uh, but there were no Dojin sellers at Anime Boston, which generally when I go to an anime convention, yes, I'll admit it, I thumb through them because I think it's hilarious to, like, look through them, find a character that, like, you're familiar with and just be like, ah, look at this character put in this hilarious situation that they'll never actually be in. You know, like, it's it's kind of like a novelty game where, uh, where you look through it and it's like, this is fun. And usually, usually the people who run those booths are hilarious because they have no shame. So like so if you talk to like the sellers at Dojin booths and uh, and gaming booths and stuff like that they're usually really funny because they'll talk to you about anything. <laughs> All right, let's uh, just touch lightly on one last piece, which is uh, wh- which is where you can find a lot of items. Yeah. Um, so anime conventions. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I think we covered that yeah. one. Anime there conventions. You, you can find a lot of stuff at anime conventions. Um, if you want to find some really good Japanese import stuff, though, um, I the one I use a lot is uh, JList.com or JBox.com. If you're not over 18, use JBox because JList sells everything. everything from Japan. And I, when I say everything, I mean like the sex toys from Japan as well. And, uh, and, and hentai mangas and, uh, and DVDs and JAVs. And if you don't know what JAV is, it's Japanese adult video. So they sell, and, oh, and magazines, like, uh, like monthly issued magazines. That Um, aren't always born. No, yeah, you can, like, you can buy, like, fashion magazines and stuff too. Which I buy the fashion magazines because they're they're good for drawing, uh, uh, references and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, J-List and J-Box, they, they sell awesome Japanese stuff. And they, they also sell the figurines there, but they sell out instantly. Yeah. Hobby Fan is a good place for those. Yo, yeah, Hobby Fan. I buy a lot of figurines on Hobby Fan. Um, if, so HobbyFan.com. Or Hobby Link Japan. Yeah, Hobby Link Japan is another one. I use Amazon a lot. Uh, Amazon, no, yeah. Amazon's really legit. Like uh, for even selling, because because they get a hold of some of that stuff too, and it doesn't sell out as fast because people aren't seeking them out on that on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So um, so if you're looking for something to buy from either a seller or a regular person, Amazon's really good for finding out of print stuff. Yeah, it's actually where I got my One Piece flag was on Amazon. Um, oh, okay, yeah, and it wasn't that expensive either. No, Amazon's awesome for deals. Like, because um, all all these all the import sites are expensive. Um, Amazon has really really good deals on everything. I end up buying a lot of DVDs from. If it's not a convention, I'll go to Movie Stop because we have one out here in Fitchburg. Well, yeah, Easter, but... Movie Stop is amazing for yeah, it is. yeah. Because uh, they uh, there was one time where um, we found Paranoia Agent. Uh, they sold, uh, I bought all of Paranoia Agent in the individual DVDs, uh, cause they had the entire set of it. Uh, and they were selling them for individually. And then one day we went into Movie Stop and they had the entire, the complete collection of Paranoia Agent in one DVD box set. So like one or two discs in one disc, but they thought it was one of the individual volumes of it. And they were selling it for $3 because they thought it was uh, volume one of it, not the complete collection. Damn. Yeah, so that was uh, straight luck. And that's where I found all of the Fooly Cooly 
individual DVDs. Um, another another really great website for um, anime DVDs is Right Stuff. Cause I was going to say that. That's the other one I use. Yeah, because they almost all the time, like 100% of the time, usually, you'll find a deal on a DVD. Uh, everything is always cheaper on Right Stuff. Mm-hmm. I also go to Anime Nation. Anime Nation's pretty good. I haven't been there in a while, but I used to go there too. Yeah, they also, uh, they, it's funny because Anime Nation has a forum set where the, you, you don't just talk about buying merchandise, you can talk about any uh, like anything anime related. Um, I, I, I don't read the forums, I just thought it was interesting that they have like a community along with uh, buying stuff. As time to move on to some fan service, we got a, a couple things. We do have a couple things for fan service. Uh, let's start with uh, Scott's answer, uh, where Scott was talking about underrated anime. So, um, so what Scott said was uh, an underrated anime, I, I would suggest, is Sci-Fi Harry. In the 2000s era of mystery anime, like Boogie Pop Phantom, Serial Experiment, Lane, Elfin Lead, and Paranoia Agent, it's uh, one which I have never never seen mentioned. It's set in the uh, in a, like a 50s-esque um, America involving like the men in black, sidekicks, and television. So it's uh, like retro future kind of a thing, as from what I'm uh, seeing. Uh, all about aliens and uh, extraterrestrial stuff. So that actually sounds kind of cool. I've never even heard of it, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's kind of in the realm with Boogie Pop Phantom, like you mentioned. A lot of people don't know about Boogie Pop Phantom. That's a weird anime. And then he said uh, an overrated anime that he would actually like is Tenchi, uh, the Tenchi Universe. Now, what he said was uh, he's from England, so I believe the Tenchi titles were a lot more popular. Like, they're popular here, but not as popular as they were in England, because uh, that was probably one of the premier animes that they got over there. What I said to him was kind of the same way that in Spain and Mexico, they made a Spanish dub of an anime called Saint Seiya, and all of my Spanish friends, uh, Latin American friends, everything, they all say their favorite anime is Saint Seiya, and it's because that's one of the few animes that got a straight uh, Spanish dub. To it, so so in Saint Seiya, Saint Seiya is huge in Latin America, Latin American countries. Um, so I think the same way where Tenchi is probably huge in uh, the UK and uh, and all the uh, in England and everything like that, which is kind of cool, which is kind of interesting to me because it's kind of interesting to see where specific animes get huge and um, and then finally he asked if uh, if Akira technically was considered an overrated anime. Um, kind of like the way we said maybe Evangelion is one, where I'm not really sure. that I think that's kind of a gray area. and Because uh, what I said to him was not many animes, uh, or generally an anime is overrated when people are talking about it, constantly cosplaying it. You know, it's being overfed with information. Where Akira's not really like that. You know, you don't see many people cosplaying Akira, nor discussing it on a regular basis. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, I don't think it's overrated. I think it is more of a cult classic type thing. So, um, that's what I told him. I was like, that's a really good question. A really good thought. So, I don't, but in my personal opinion, I don't think it is. But, I mean, it depends. I, I, I would say that's based, based uh, up for opinion, basically. So, I don't know. Maybe, I, I, don't, I don't, Scott didn't tell me whether or not he thought it was overrated. Our fan Kyle sent us some endings that he hated. And he says that, that a show that he, he liked, but the ending was completely terrible, was Zammed. Yeah, if you guys don't remember, that was that Bones anime that originally um, oh, was good because I never finished it. it. Yeah, I've seen a couple uh, of it. Yeah, he's, uh, it was it was only premiered on the PS3 originally, and uh, 
Um, yeah, he said that. It's on the Hulu English. now or, or Netflix. It's on one of the streaming services. Yeah, it's on it's on Netflix. He said it was it was very reminiscent of Erica Seven, but it's only like say you were watching Erica Seven, but they didn't explain anything about or like the coral or the trappers or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I yeah. got that. It was basically all the confusing parts of Eureka Seven <laughs> <laughs> that that just had no answers to them at all. Um, yeah, well, I never finished cool. it, so I never got to see what got answered. Uh, apparently, he said nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so he asked. Then he asked us, "What are some of the best anime endings of all time?" Now, I don't know. Are we all in agreement on like Dylan? What would you say is the best anime ending, of, or one of the best anime endings of all time? It doesn't even have to be. A best I don't. I don't know why, but the first thing that came to mind was Kids on a Slope. I really liked the way that ended. That's a good answer because my answer to him was probably for me the best ending I ever ha- have ever seen and probably will ever see is Cowboy Bebop. That, that to me, was a perfect ending to a TV series. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, I really like the ending to Fooly Cooly because they leave it open, but they also uh, answer all of the questions. Yeah, like, so it's, I love the fact... That's the same with Brotherhood. They kind of, like, do the same way. Yeah. Because, like, I, I love the fact that, you know, at the end of Fooly Cooly, you, you know where Haruka goes. She's continuing her journey, uh, but it's Nauta's story, so Nauta is... Is ending. He's got his friends still. He gets to keep Conti, which I was super excited about. He got he gets his robot in the end, and he's he's grown up. He's a, he's a grown up kid now. You know, good ending. So so those are some of the the best anime. Um, now here's something that um that I don't know if we want to throw in the hat is where TV series you you watch a TV series and they make their own terrible ending, but then you go ahead and read the manga and that has uh, an actual complete ending. Does that count? Mm, not really, because yeah. if we were talking about bad endings in anime, then then the manga is kind of its own. That's true, its own entity. entity. However, we can't. I, I would mention that if you have an anime that has a bad ending, find the manga and finish yeah, the manga because yes. they have completely different endings, and they actually probably continue on from where the anime uh, ended. Yeah, and I would I would certainly say that um, that way instead of the it kind of turns the TV show non-canon. Because the manga will always come out first and will always be canon material. So if you want a canon ending, uh, read the manga and then forget the TV show. All right. Next up in, uh, in for fan service, yeah, this, we have our, our our fan Joe. Yeah, he just um, this is pretty cool. Uh, so Joe uh, came to us one one day and said, "Hey, I bought a figurine. If I take pictures of it, would you guys analyze it for me to see if it's a bootleg?" And I said, "Sure." You know, I mean, I made that How to Spot a Bootleg episode. I mean, I certainly don't think I'm a professional or anything at, at this kind of a thing, but I'm, I certainly know what I'm talking about uh, with all the figurines I've bought in the in the past. So I took a look at it and looked at what he had. You know, the paint was good. Uh, the material uh, held up fine. Um, it was one of those figurines that was stuck to the uh, the stand. Yep, it was um, bolted on there. It was bolted onto the stand. And and generally, when that happens, uh, that's a good sign that it's not a bootleg. Mostly because it would be way too expensive to buy that many screws for a bootleg, and you know, actually, like, do a good job screwing the the actual figurine onto the platform. Yeah. Plus, the, it come it came all in one piece. Which, if it's a one piece PVC, then you have a then that, that is usually a good sign. Well, well, and then from the pictures that I saw, I couldn't see any of the seams. Generally, when you have a bootleg figurine, the seams are really, really visible because they don't shave them down correctly. Right. They just take it out of the mold and peel them off like it's nothing. His, the, the seams were kind of almost 
they they weren't visible, so it was it was good. I, I thought it was good. So that was a, that was a pretty cool adventure. I'd, I'd never had anybody ask us, you know, hey, is this a bootleg or not? I, was like, oh, I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> so let's then move on to uh, shameless plugs. You made it to the end, guys. Shameless Woo! plugs. Good job. Okay. <laughs> Final lap. So all right. So here's here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we have our Facebook page where you can find us at facebook.com slash wicked anime where we frequently discuss anime, uh, cool things that are happening, news stories, different funny activities. And then we have our Nerdy Show page where you can go to nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime where you can find this podcast that you're listening to if you're not listening to it on iTunes. And you can also find our other uh, review episodes. Speaking of the review episodes, you can find us on youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews. Um, where we post, uh, where we semi-frequently post videos, reviews, uh, topics, discussions. Uh, I still have um, a new episode that might be out by the time this is this episode is posted on our emo. And then uh, let's see, we have our Tumblr page, which is tumblr.com/slash/wickedanime, where Victoria holds domain over usually. Mm-hmm. Um, we have. She also has a Twitter. You can tweet her at uh, wicked wicked a fangirl. And if you want to contribute to our discussion, you can uh, email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That is wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. We, you can ask us anything, guys. It can be about the discussion we talked about today, conventions, you know, upcoming Anime Boston things. Your favorite piece of swag. Yeah, whatever. You know, we, we love getting ma- uh, mail from our fa- uh, yeah, fan mail. We like getting asked questions. Yeah, so you can actually drop us a Tumblr ask, too, on our Tumblr page. Which we have gotten a couple Tumblr asks in the past. We I, I miss those. Those are fun. We haven't in a while, guys. Please come run in the Tumblr. Otherwise, I'm just looking at random shit and being bored. So, <laughs> Posting all the hentai that she sees. Just like, yeah. No! This is awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pervert. <laughs> it's not true. Yeah, no, it's not true. It's not um, true. Um, it's, uh, so is that it? Is that everything? Yeah, that's everything. Let's Probably. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast this week. Uh, we'll see you in the next two weeks. Goodbye. All right. Time to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. You won't find that. Yeah.
those are some real issues facing the world right there. <laughs> I just noticed any time I move on my bed, the microphone picks it up, so now I kind of can't move. That's all right. I have to deal with uh, with Dylan like scratching his microphone every five seconds in the recording. That's we and scratching the microphone. Yeah, every like every time you you move or like breathe real heavy, it comes up as like on the recording. Yeah, well, you have to get rid of it. There's not a whole lot I can do about that. Just saying, <laughs> stop breathing. Stop You're breathing. You're not allowed to breathe. Quit it. <laughs> do you, what? Do you, ah. People pick peppers. Plentifully. I don't know how that goes. Um, Isn't it Peter Piper picked the second pickle with peppers or something like that? That's probably a bit closer than what I was <laughs> going with. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. The Wicked Anime Podcast is made possible by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza, and the generous support of listeners like you. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling friends, rating, and reviewing us on iTunes, or making a contribution in our monthly support drive. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com and click the support button on the top of the page. For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programming, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all the Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on your favorite social network. It's Wicked A. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.